Welcome to the Film Coterie. I'm Roger. I'm Adam. And this is our Avengers Infinity War spoiler cast. We cannot warn you enough. If you have not seen the film or you have any interest in remaining unspoiled, hit the eject button now, bail out, throw your computer out the window, because in about 90 seconds, we are going to spoil every inch of this film. So buckle up your seatbelts, sit back, and enjoy our spoiler cast of Infinity War. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the Infinity Stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that. Tell me his name again. Thanos. We got one advantage. He's coming to us. We have what Thanos wants, so that's what we use. Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. All right, Adam, we're back. We have just come. Well, we've been doing this so long. It's been about three hours ago. But anyway, earlier today, we have seen Avengers Infinity War. This is our spoiler episode. If you are listening to this, if you're listening to me right now, I'm about to spoil we're about to spoil the whole movie. We're going to get into everything we saw, all the craziness, all the stuff that went on with this. This is a movie worth talking about. There's a lot going on in this movie. You and I both loved this movie. If you'd want our general review of this movie, go listen to our podcast, episode 49. Go listen to it where we we'll just kind of cover it in general terms. This is a no holds barred. We're going to just we're going to talk about all the stuff that blew our minds with this film, Adam. So, I got to say it right from the beginning. Holy crap. Can you believe the end of this movie? Uh, no. I, I I'm telling you right now. I, I I'm just blown away. I have never seen a reaction to a film like this. We stood out in the parking lot. Now we're going to spoil the what it is. So just hold on to your seatbelts. We stood out in the parking lot after this film was over. We people walking out of the theater. One woman was screaming. Oh God, I can't believe this. You know, another guy was screaming. One dude walks out and just screams at the top of his lungs, drops an F bomb, just screams. He was like, ah, and, it, and, and none of these people were like, I hate this movie. They were all like, I can't believe what I just saw in this movie, you know? And so let's just come right out and say it, man. Thanos wins. He does. And then he goes back to his farm. He watches the sunset and he smiles. Dude, we was joking. I was joking on a podcast earlier. Maybe we were just talking and I said, yeah, wouldn't it be just hilarious if like Thanos wins, snaps his finger and destroys half the universe and the movie ends? Well, holy moly, guess what happens? 
Thanos wins, snaps his finger, and destroys half the universe, and the film ends. He just needed the Mission Accomplished banner to fall down behind him on his farm. Oh my gosh. It, it, you know, <clears throat> there was a, there, in our theater, there was like audible, shocked silence. People, you know, I, I had my, my son and daughter with me, and, and they're just looking at each other like, did we just see what we just saw? And I'm telling you one thing, it's pretty impactful. I've not had, I'm not really, when you go to the movies a hundred times in a year, you know, like we do, when you're in the theater every single week, you just kind of get a little desensitized to about 95% of what Hollywood puts out. I was just blown away. I was not ready for this ending to this movie. And moreover, let me just say it. I was not ready. And I know I'm talking a lot. I'm going to shut up here in a second. I, I was not ready for how well-crafted this movie was, how excellent the story was, how great the directing was, how well you take 20 characters and you throw them together. We're going to talk about all that, Adam. But initial, outside of the shock of the ending, initial impressions, man, what just totally nailed you? The hero's powers. You know, we've seen them separately in their own movies, but the fights were so well crafted with each character using their strengths to take down Thanos. I mean, I love this scene. We'll get to it, but they all work together to bring him down and perhaps win if it wasn't for an emotional outburst. Oh, Star-Lord. Yep. I want to hit you in the freaking head. They had Thanos beat. Yep. It took all of them, but they had him. Yes, they had him beat. And came up with a great plan, and Star-Lord got some bad news, and he lost it, and they lost it. So, let's go to the beginning. Okay, let's back up, but there's just so much to talk about. we got to work our way through this. This movie opens, it feels like five minutes after Thor Ragnarok. Literally, yeah. I mean, if you've seen Thor Ragnarok, it ends with, with them escaping Asgard, the planet explodes... You think maybe a Tesseract was destroyed, but if you paid any attention and saw Loki eyeing it, you know Loki took the Tesseract, so he has an Infinity Stone. And the movie ends with them, or is it in the bumper at the end? One of the two. It's in the bumper. I I think think. it's in the bumper. The giant ship works in. Yeah, Thanos' giant ship appears, and that's how that that movie ends. This movie starts... With Thanos having wreaked havoc, having killed at least half of the Asgardians, and basically has his foot on Thor, holding him down. He's already kicked Thor's butt. Kicked his butt, and we don't even see it. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> the movie sets the stakes early because we have a scene Just here. Just say it. You it, to come on, let's what go. What has Heimdall, Loki, and Thor? The surprise is that Loki tries to take out Thanos. Whips out a knife. He actually, he actually not not necessarily redeems himself, but he shows in the end he loves his brother. He does, and he will not let his brother be killed because Thanos is demand, demanding the the Tesseract, and he's torturing Thor, and, and Loki gives it up. And the surprise of the scene I didn't actually see coming. I should have because of Thor Ragnarok, but Loki makes a move, puts the dagger to Thanos's throat. Thanos stops him, but then Loki's got the line. We've got a Hulk. Loki gets to say it for once. Yes, which was great, you know. (laughs) And I forgot Hulk was there. 
but he comes leaping out. Storming out, and he, he gets had, a few good shots in, but then Thanos, Thanos just, whoops, just him. whoops him. <laughs> and he whoops Hulk so bad that Hulk decides he's sitting the rest of the movie out. He's scared. He's scared of Thanos. And so what, what becomes a running joke through the rest of the film is um, that that he can't um, he can't make the Hulk appear. And he's arguing with the Hulk, you know? The Hulk's, all you hear Hulk say is, no. <laughs> Hulk will not manifest. He will not manifest, no matter what, how mad uh, um, um, Bruce. Bruce Banner gets. He will not manifest as the Hulk, which is kind of funny for the rest of the movie. Hulk is actually scared of Thanos. Yeah. Um, he wasn't scared of the fire god no. in Ragnarok, but he's scared of Thanos. Yes, sir, buddy. So here's the the big moment of the film is that we see Thanos isn't messing around. Heimdall is there wounded. He opens the Bifrost for the last time to get Hulk out of there. Hulk is unconscious. So he opens the Bifrost, sends Hulk to Earth. Thanos executes Heimdall. Or one of his children do. They they stab him and kill Heimdall. And then he he punishes Loki. He chokes him. And Loki has died in pretty much every movie in a fake way. Right. There's no fake way here. No. And... We'll get to it. I, I believe some of these characters are coming back, but Loki may have experienced a true death. Yeah. Thanos chokes him to death and drops yeah. him. Yeah, and drops him, and he's a ragdoll, you know. And and then we see them disappear. You know, Thanos flips his whatever he does. and Well, it's the Tesseract. If you yeah. remember, this will pay back later in uh, Winter Soldier. No, First Avenger. The Tesseract can open portals. Yeah. Because that's what sucks the Red Skull out, and that'll pay off later here. But yeah. So he uses the Blue Stone to open these gateways that he can walk through. And he leaves, and then you just see the ship destroyed. So you're thinking Thor's dead, Loki's dead, and he's got the first stone. And this is it. I mean, we had some friends, friend, criticize some of the pacing, but I don't see it here because it jumps right to Earth. Um, We have a very short scene of Tony Stark talking to Pepper and at that point Hulk's body comes through the Bifrost crashing into the sanctorum of Doctor Strange yeah. who then summons Tony. Yeah, and, and it's off to the races from yeah. there. And 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 when and when when Bruce Banner lands, crashes through and turns into Bruce Banner, he's like Thanos is coming. Thanos is coming. Come on, Thanos is coming, you know. Yeah, and right then and there is an action scene. There's very little downtime here because as soon as they're done talking and meeting, because this is the first time Tony's ever met Doctor Strange, who he calls a wizard, and it's funny. Uh, the ships arrive. Right. Thanos has dispatched some of his children to Earth and, and to get two of the and stones. And they're not your typical minions. No, and the stones they're after is the Time Stone, which is in Doctor Strange's uh, Eye of Amagi or whatever. Yeah. And the other one is in Vision's head, the Mind yeah. Stone. So they show up right in New York, and this is the first big action scene of the movie. And it's impressive. Peter Parker jumps out of a school bus and joins in and has some funny dialogue. Yeah. Because Tony says, that wizard's chasing the good wizard or whatever. Go go get them. <laughs> and and I tell you, these 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 son of these children of Thanos are such good villains. They could be main villains in these in these movies. I mean, that wizard was powerful. Yeah, he looks like a cross between, if you remember in the original prequel trilogy, the Nemodians, the Trade Federation guys, and Snoke. He kind of has a weird kind of face like that, but he's a powerful magic user. And then their other child that's attacking them is a, it's like a Thor. He's got an axe that he can seem to recall and and big and strong. 
And, and uh, they're kicking butt and taking yes. names. Yes. I mean, in this fight, you got Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Strange, Wong, and Peter Parker. And, they and ba- they're outmatched with just yeah. two of the children of Thanos. They basically kidnap Tony Stark. I mean, uh, kidnap um, Doctor Strange, put him on their little circled flying donut ship that they have, and they're heading back. Um, and and Spider Man and Iron Man stow on board. Hitch a ride. Hitch a ride to try to rescue Doctor Strange. And this is the first time Tony Stark's gone cosmic. He's yeah. not seen what's really out there yes. outside of some visions. So that's important for his character. And then we, we jump to the Guardians, oh who gosh. are, again, minutes after their own movie, just cruising around, they see a distress signal, and they Thor hits their windshield. He's not dead. It's yeah. Thor. Well, Thor's a god. It takes a lot to kill a god. <laughs> well, we saw the god of mischief just die. Yeah, this is true. But Thor is revived, and there's a lot of funny dialogue between Drax and Thor. Drax is never impressed with anybody, ever. He, Ever. Drax is the man of man <laughs> in his own mind. Yes. But he is just so enamored. Oh, he's with like, Thor. what What he say to Star Lord? You're a dude. You're a dude. He's a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they refer to Thor as an angel pirate or a pirate yes, angel. <laughs> absolutely. Because, you know, got the one eye, of course, but uh, very funny dialogue. And I loved how. We'll get to this a little bit later, but as they develop their plan and Thor wakes up and kind of comes to himself, he's like, you know, he's like, well, I'm going to go to this planet and get the most that makes the most destructive, horrible weapons in the universe. And Rocket's like, I'm going with him. (laughs) Right. They split up the team. Rocket and Groot go with Thor on his quest to forge a new weapon, because if you've seen Ragnarok, Thor's hammer Mjolnir is destroyed. Yes. So these magical artifacts are only forged in one spot. And like they said in the earlier movies, it's the heart of a dying star. Yeah. Super heavy, super dense, super magic. Yep. And Thor wants an ax. that's going to be called Stormbreaker. So they head off that way. And, and Rocket has some good scenes in this movie because Rocket gets to be a captain for once because Thor calls him a rabbit constantly. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the rabbits on Asgard you, look you know, like. And you needed that kind of change of pace with the Guardians because you just had such a tense scene where they were fighting to try to protect um, the, the Infinity Stone that Doctor Strange had, and they couldn't. He gets captured. And then they go um, to where Vision's at. You know, so we're kind of getting back kind of all over. It's hard to it's hard to really get into this movie without going all over the place, because the movie's all over the place. Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, they, and Mantis go to Nowhere, which we've seen before, because that's where the Collector is, and he's right. got a stone. And they're going to run into Thanos. Now, if you if you watch the Guardians movies, you know two of them have a direct history. Gamora is one of his children. Yep. And Drax had his family murdered by Thanos when Thanos came to wipe out half the population. Yes. And Drax is sworn to kill Thanos. So they have direct histories. We also see some interesting flashbacks that I thought were really well done between Thanos and Gamora when he was on her planet and executing half the population. It's amazing how they interweaved story and back and, and backstory and exposition without it feeling like that, you know, just and the well child done. actress they got to play Gamora. Oh, it's excellent. She looked the part too. Yes. They didn't have to spell it out in the comics. I think it's more clear that he takes a child from each planet. Maybe it's to remind him. It may be a sense of duty. I don't know why he does it. Um, later on, it's revealed he does care for these children in his own way. He actually loves them. Well, well, I, well, let's get to the beginning, talking about Thanos. 
what a great performance. This guy, he believes what he's doing is for the betterment of the universe. And he's so convincing, it almost, it almost, it doesn't, but it almost comes across as, yeah, I get it. I see why, you know? His concern is he's seen suffering on worlds because there's only finite resources in the galaxy. Well, he saw it on his home planet. And he saw what happened when they did not heed his advice. And, you know, his advice is, you know, everybody's suffering. Let's just randomly pour, draw names, poor, young, rich, old, and let's end their life, you know, so that there's more to go around. Now, that's insane. That's crazy. That's why he's know? the mad titan. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't, he never has a deranged, crazy look in his eye. He never has that I'm out of control. He's very calm. Very, very intentional. Very smart. Very, I mean, this guy knows what he wants to do, you know? Um, great. I mean, just great. He's great decided it's going to take too long. He's been raiding planets for years. We don't know how long. Obviously long enough for Gamora to grow up. And it's taking too long as he goes world by world and, and executes half the population. And, and so the answer becomes... Let's get all six infinity stones because I can then snap my finger and half the universe will be will die. Yeah, a fully stoned infinity gauntlet will grant the wish of the creator, and that's his wish. Yeah. So where are we in our movie so far, Adam? Uh, we go to Guardians nowhere. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um. The the other half of the expedition to Earth is now after Vision, so we jump to Vision and Scarlet Witch, right. who've been living a private life after Civil War. We've not seen them since that movie. And uh, I I forget what sides they were split on sides, but they've been secretly seeing each other. Right. Because if you remember Tony or Tony, Steve Rogers and the rest of his crew are now war criminals and they're on the run. Right. They have to lay low. So when they're leaving, they get attacked and they're just overwhelmed by these two children of Thanos. They're losing, even though they're both powerful vision is wounded early. And you know what? I don't think he actually gets to really use any of his powers. He does not see that. See that's smart in the writing of this. Because if Vision is not caught off guard, you're not going to catch him. Vision is one of the strongest heroes yeah. because of his density shifting. But, but before he even knows it, there's a sword put through him. He's instantly wounded. And that sword has an effect that does not allow him to shapeshift and dissolve and phase and phase and, and, and use all of his power. So he's instantly crippled. And Scarlet Witch is powerful, but between trying to keep Vision safe and fighting off these two, she's overwhelmed. Yeah. And they're just about to completely be taken. So here's the thing. This this is seen as the where they really first played with my expectations. Vision's on the ground. They've they're beaten. The one child is peeling off the, the stone with his sword or dagger. Oh yeah. I thought this was gonna happen. I thought vision was going down in this scene. But no, there's a shadowy figure. Oh man, that's great. My daughter, when that when they cut to that shadowy figure, my daughter's going. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's Cap. Captain America makes and his it's appearance. it's a great scene. There's a train going by. Oh. They, they see the figure. The one throws a spear and he just catches it. Yep. <laughs> throws it back and then in comes, with good introductions too, uh, Black Widow and, yep. and Falcon. Yeah. And they handle these two people. Oh, yes. All together, they, they kick their asses. They save the day and they spare them. There's even a point made that you should have killed us when you had the chance. Yeah, because then they hit the button and they they zoom, zone out, you know. Teleport back to their ship and take off. Yeah. And, and, and they're not going to come back light-handed. They don't. Right. They come back with, a, with an army. army. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so it's at that point where they realize something has to be done about the Infinity Stone 
that, that he has in his forehead, you know, um, that vision has. And so they're like, well, if there was some way we could, you know, you have a lot of us in you vision. Is there some way we could remove the infinity stone and destroy it? And, and there's like, there's no technology that we know of where that can be done. And then that's when Captain America says, I know where we can go. Wakanda. And I'm telling you, man, when, when they flashed to Wakanda, my daughter and I both were like cheering. We were like, yes, Wakanda, baby. Here we are. And again, we all thought that maybe a Infinity Stone was hidden in Wakanda, and it's not. It's the last Infinity is in a mystery section of the film. And why they're coming to Wakanda now, we know, is Vision is there undergoing an operation to try and remove the stone from his head so that Scarlet Witch, Wanda, can destroy it. And so at this point in the film, we flash back to the galaxy mm-hmm. and we leave them there as they just as they enter Wakanda. We, we flash back to the galaxy. And I believe it is at that point we go to Thanos and he discovers the nowhere. Yeah, we, we go to nowhere. Yes. Yeah. And this is Thanos playing with the reality stone for the first time. They come into nowhere and it's just empty. So they're going to the collector and they, they see Thanos interrogating the collector and in typical Guardian fashion, they try to make a plan, but then they just wing it. And it, it looks like it goes pretty well because Gamora gets in a, a neck strike. And Thanos looks like he's bleeding and then dies. And here's the problem. It turns out that that was all just an illusion that he was playing with the reality stone. It fades away and you see that nowhere is burning. There's no survivors. Thanos wasn't there. He just created a hologram of himself wherever and he, he kicks all their asses again. Oh, just handles them and takes Gamora, his daughter. Yeah, and he leaves, and he needs her, and this is important because she was his assassin for years. Yes, he had given a special task to her, and to find the final stone, the Soul Stone. Yeah, and she has. She's told Nebula that she found it, and she burned the map. Yep, and and you know this is where the movie takes a real interesting turn that I was not expecting at all. This is where the movie takes a turn, and we see the history between Thanos and Gamora and how she's, how he goes to her planet, kills half the people and takes her to be his daughter and raises her. She stands up to him and that's what attracts. That's why he chooses her. Yeah. And you start to discover that, you know, he may have been a torturous mean overlord as depicted, but there's real, real emotion he has for his children. You know, he cares for him, you know, He's got a, in his sick, weird, twisted way, right? Because what we know from Guardians is he makes Gamora and Nebula fight all the time as children, and every time Nebula lost, he would augment her, put her through a terrible surgery, and and give her a me- biomechanical feature. Yep. And she's never beaten Gamora. That's why she's so augmented. So he's not the best adoptive father in the world. But we see this history because he's now been torturing Nebula. She went off to kill him. He caught her, and he's taken her apart. <sighs> Oh, horrible. Yes. From what we know, it doesn't seem like Gamora has a relationship with any of the other children, but with Nebula, she does. They're sisters from different worlds. Right. So it's hard for her to see torturing, and she does give up the planet. You know, some earlier to what we've seen her with Loki saving his brother, yes. Nebula, and, Gamora has now saved her sister. Yeah. And and then, so then, it, is that when it cut to them going to the planet? Or did we That's cut? later. Okay, so where where'd we go from there? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. I'm telling you, it's hard just on one view. We go back to the ship with Doctor Strange. Yes. He's yeah. a captive Iron Man. Yes. And uh, 
Peter Parker have stowed away. Yep, Spider-Man. All right, and there's some good interchange with them. And it's interesting, you know, um, it's, P- it's Spider-Man that comes up with the plan of how to defeat those guys. And it's an aliens plan from the movie Aliens, you know. And this guy would handle them. He's the magic user. Yes. This and is you've the, seen what he's yes, done to Strange and everything yes. else. He's hard to beat. And it was a simple solution that Peter Parker came with, up with. Iron Man just blows a hole inside of the ship. And he's he sucked the, out of the vacuum. Sucks that wizard right out, of the, out, out into space and he dies. And I'm like, that was pretty smart. <laughs> he didn't have an answer for that. You know, and so then they're on a collision course wherever the ship is going, of course. Titan. Which is Titan. Yep. Yeah, so they this is more interaction with Strange because they're trying to come up with a plan. Go to Earth, hide the stone, or take the fight to Thanos. Yeah. And it wasn't they, really clear why, but they, they decide for plot reasons that they need to go to Titan. Well, I you know, I think I think Tony Stark makes the comment, you know, we could go home and fight on Earth and then jeopardize the whole no. planet, or we could take the fight to him. He won't be expecting that. Let's take the fight to him. Which I liked. I, I liked that 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 option, you know. Yeah. And then we flash back to Thanos, right, at this point? And and Gamora. And it's a pretty tough scene. Yeah, this is the most emotional part of the film. Well, I don't know if it's the most, but it's one Between of Between the, the characters. Yes. It's one, it's a very emotional scene. Well, they go to the planet, and it, he needs the soul stone. And we get a returning character that none of us would have called. Did, did would, would we have Adam? No, this was a surprise. So guess who shows up? Who shows up here in this film, Adam? The very first Marvel character to ever vanish in a portal, and that's Red Skull. Red Skull appears. He has been transformed into a Grim Reaper, like a ferryman. Yep, and he is keeping um, the path for the Soul Stone, and we come to find out that. It requires a soul to get the soul stone, and it must be the soul of someone you love to be able to get it. And Gamora starts laughing, and she thinks he's he's finally met his match. And and, and he's we, never loved anything. He's never loved anything. Ha! You you got what you deserve, and you tell instantly by the look on Thanos's face what he has to do. The audience knows just because Thanos has played so well. The audience knows. Gamora is going to be sacrificed here because Thanos really loves her. And guess what happens? He throws her off the cliff and we see your broken body at the bottom of it. And she, and so there's another hero gone. Mm-hmm. Thanos <sighs> awakens at the bottom of the mountain. So we got, got Loki. So we got Loki dead. Heimdall. Heimdall dead. Now Gamora. And now Gamora dead. They're dropping like flies and we're not even warmed up yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe one or two might bite it. Folks, stay in your seatbelt. We're just getting warmed up here. So then we we jump to Thor, and he arrives at the forge where Mjolnir and some other weapons have been forged. It's a neutron star surrounded by a ring. And we see Peter Dinklage in his biggest role to date. (laughs) He plays a giant midget? Giant dwarf. Giant dwarf. You You keep hearing the dwarves man this forge. Well, these dwarves are giant 20 feet tall. 20, 30 feet tall, yes. <laughs> yes. And this the and the dying sun has frozen up. There's no fire left in it, right? And uh, so what happens? What's what's Thor's answer to this problem? Just get it going again. He fire it back <laughs> he gets up, this ring man. spinning and in true Thor fashion he stands in the direct path of the heat of the sun. 
survives long enough holding open the iris. Yeah. That this new weapon. And this is really kind of a cool scene in the movie. This is a, you know, like when a superhero finally gets their powers, you know, that coming, Thor gets another one of those, you know, and it's a very cool scene, very touching scene because um, the, the Peter Dinklage's character, the, the, the super dwarf, he makes the, the metal pieces to this new axe hammer, right? And there's no hilt for it. And he's gone looking for the hilt. And Groot is with them. Well, what does Groot do? Groot picks up the, the hammer, grows his arm out, cuts his arm off, and makes the hilt. And that was so, that touched me. That was a very cool scene, you know? It's cool that Groot is a piece of this weapon, though. Yeah. And so, man, when Thor gets this hammer, it's like it is on. It has an axe on one end and a hammer on the other, and it's called Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. What a name, man. For the lightning god. (laughs) For the lightning god, The god of thunder, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Now, here's the question. What would kill Thor? We've seen him survive the vacuum of space. I don't know. I mean, I'm beginning to think he might be the one true god. Yes. He's standing directly in the path of... Of a sun. The dying sun's flame burst. <laughs> Just toasts him a little bit. Well, even he makes the comment, I'm 1,500 years old, and he literally believes the only thing that will kill him is fate yeah. when it's his time to die. Nothing can kill him till then. And so that's why you see him get into these impossible situations in his movies because he just doesn't believe he can die. In this universe, Thor is... We haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, but Thor is probably the strongest character. Hulk can beat him up a little bit, but I don't think there's anyone... Thor is absolutely the strongest character. As he should be. Yeah. Hands down. So now Thor is upgraded. He now has a new weapon, and it... It works like Mjolnir. He can throw it. It can come back. Lots of lightning. Uh, yeah. He can. Plus, now he it. can wield his lightning as well as we as we're going about to see. So I think at this point we went back to Wakanda, right? Full scale invasion in Wakanda. Yes, they have returned, and it is yeah full scale army, and they're going to get that Infinity Stone. And so Vision is up in the tower, and they're trying desperately to get the stone removed so that the red is it the Red Witch. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, excuse me. The Scarlet Witch can destroy it with her powers. So there's a dome. It's better than Phantom Menace, but it reminded me of Phantom Menace where there's a CG army on the other side of a blue shield. So there were two things that stuck out a little bit that I thought were kind of like, eh, in this film. Uh, And they're just nitpicky things. And the dome was one of them. I went right to Phantom Menace too. I was like, this is kind of Phantom Menace-y, you know. And, And then I thought to myself... When they were flying into Wakanda, why didn't they crash and hit that? They activated the dome. Oh, they did yeah. deactivate it? Okay. It's usually down. They, they powered it up. Oh, that's what, okay. That's why I was like, why didn't they die when they flew in then? Yeah. Okay. So these are more wild beasts. These were not soldiers that Thanos' no. children brought. They're... And it had kind of a Lord of the Rings feel to it as well. Lord of the Rings, but I was going to say uh, John Carter of Mars. Remember the, yes. the four-armed or six-armed yes. people? They're just yeah. mindless beasts that charge, and they yeah. they can actually get through the portal every occasionally. A lot of them are getting severed and killed, but a few make it through. So this was actually smart. One of the threats they run into is that they're watching these beasts hit the portal or hit the boundaries and die. Some of them get through. They can finish off, but they start going around. And the problem is they can't guard the entire dome. 
Right. If these start breaking through in the back, there's no hope they're going to get to vision. So they have to open up front so that they come through. Yep. Keep them all funneled in, in one that direction. That was actually smart screenwriting to get sure. the reason. So yep. this is the preview you've seen. Or they, they charge. Awesome shot of Captain America oh, and Black Panther running out in front. Great. Man, when you see those two pull ahead of everybody else, one of the guys in our group, Chris, said he once wanted to stand up and cheer at that point. And I kind of was with him. I was like, that's incredible cinematography there. Yeah. And again, good use of the powers because the guys are fighting on the ground. Falcon and War Machine are in the air. Yeah. Providing artillery support. Now, now, let's stop here and talk about the fight scenes in this movie. If you go back to Civil War, we were all blown away by the airport where the Avengers fought each other in that airport. How they, you know, imagine superheroes just battling it out. We've never seen that level before. We've seen it in never. comic book pages. Yes. It's never. never been effectively brought to the screen till Civil War. Literally, almost every battle in this movie is that level of intensity, detail, interaction with the environment. Just fun. Fun, absolutely. Blew, blew me away. You can tell these guys love comics because it wasn't like... Remember when I said about Pacific Rim where it felt real workman-like and they right. just wanted to get past the fight scene and move on? There was no joy in it. Not here. This is by two comic book lovers yes. that are finally bringing what they saw in their heads when they're reading the comic books to life. Well, well, you know, yeah, it's your imagination. Use your imagination. If you're Spider-Man, what could you do if you really had those abilities? You wouldn't drop down and get into a punching match with somebody. You know, if you're really Iron Man, what would you do? You know? And so they use those abilities. Let's talk about Iron Man's suit. This is the new suit. Uh, It's his nano suit. It's yes. So he can augment it at will. There's a new he's added an arc reactor back to his chest. If you remember he had it removed. It was keeping him alive, but it also right. powered the suit. Yeah. He's now, to Pepper's dismay, put another arc reactor in his chest, but it holds all the nano nanites that now form this new suit. Right. And he can change into all kinds of things, bigger blasters, swords, shields. This is an Iron Man like we've never seen before. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, the first time he uses it, his back splits off and he has a bigger repulsor blast in the street in New York. So a lot of cool powers for Iron Man because it was getting kind of old. He just had those repulsors and rockets. So he's fully loaded. Definitely upgrade of the suit. With the yeah. nanite suit. So that's cool. So full-blown war in Wakanda and they're holding their own. You know, doing pretty well until the main bad guys decide to slip around and go up and attack Vision, you know. Yeah, at this point, the heroes fall back from the, the main front to face off against Thanos' children. Uh, but while this is going on, we had a two-fold fight because yeah. this is going on in Wakanda. Because we're going to flash back to Doctor Titan. Strange and, you know... Um, the Guardians have now joined them. They, Iron they, Man and these other guys, yeah. They had... Star-Lord and the rest had gone to Titan to find Thanos. And they don't know who Peter Parker and Iron Man. There's a funny scene where they fight for each other briefly before they realize they're on the same side. They both want to kill Thanos. Yes, absolutely. That was a cool little fight. And there was a great joke about Kevin Bacon. If he's an Avenger, (laughs) how good Footloose is again, Peter or Peter Quill's references to earth are all from the eighties. Oh, it's excellent. I thought this was interesting. I thought he was going to return to earth. They may be saving this for guardians three star Lord does not go to earth at all in this movie. So he still has not returned no. yeah. since he was a boy. Yeah. 
And I don't know if he will return, but we'll get that's to I mean, that. I mean, they may be yeah. saving that for Guardians 3 because that's got to oh, be yeah. an emotional arc for him. Yep, absolutely. So they, they're on Thanos. Um, Thanos. They're on Titan, and they have a, a real showdown with Thanos at this point. Yes. He's come for the, the time stone. Yeah. And in the meantime, interesting enough, Doctor Strange is like off meditating while the others are trying to come up with a plan to fight Thanos. And they look over at him, and he's like morphing and and shimmering and changing, and basically, I mean, he's went into the parallel universes. He's went to every all these millions of dimensionals in the fourteen million future outcomes. Future outcomes, and he said, "How many were we win?" And the, he's like, "One." Now he may have just seen one when he quit, but he's got in his mind how they win. He knows. Yes. So that's going to be important as we go down the road. Iron Man sees the path of how, what it will take for them to win. So, you know, wrapping this up, another great, great interaction. I mean, I thought Spider-Man held his own way better than I thought he ever would, even against Thanos. He's that that gnat you can't swat at and hit. He's too fast. And he's popping through portals. Yes. They fight Thanos. This is the best choreographed fight in oh. the movie. Absolutely. You, you got Doctor Strange coordinating portals for Star-Lord to jump on and fall through. How is it Doctor Strange can do? I mean, how does he? That is some masterful wizardry there. I almost going to say it. Star-Lord gets a piece of dino or explosive hook to Thanos. They're all hitting him pretty well. And finally, they wrap him up. Uh, Doctor Strange's cloak wraps up the Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. They're tying him down. Peter Parker's tied him down. Drax is holding onto his leg. And they've got him. And then Manus falls out of a portal. And if you remember what she did to uh, Ego, the living planet, she's trying to put him to sleep. She's using all of her power. She says how powerful she is. So all six or seven of them are on him, and they got him. He can't move. And they're He's ripping, fighting to stay they're conscious. ripping the gauntlet off his hand. Peter Parker and Iron Man are, are trying to get the gauntlet out. And then Star-Lord realizes someone's missing. She realizes that Gamora didn't come back. Oh, man. This part made me mad. And Mantis is revealing what's going on in Thanos's head. Thanos is upset at first. It's despair and then rage. And, you know, he's and then grief and grief. He she's bringing up those memories because that's what she does. And she realizes that he he killed Gamora and it did affect him. Well, what's interesting, it starts off with Star-Lord taunting Thanos because he's being held and running his mouth in typical Star-Lord fashion. And then it dawns on him, where's Gamora? Why is she not here? And then he finds out she was killed. She was offered. And, and they literally had the gauntlet off of his hand. Literally. It's down to his fingers. Down to his fingertips. And Star-Lord cannot suppress those emotions. He pistol whips Thanos and he knocks Manus off. And if you remember, Manus was keeping him somewhat suppressed. And it's on from he there. He wakes up and he overpowers him. And he, just as the Infinity Gauntlet's coming off, he grabs it with his two fingers and thumb. And then one of the most powerful scenes in the movie, I think, happens. And Iron Man gets a sword right through the gut. And you're literally thinking, this is it. Iron Man's going to die. And Doctor Strange speaks up and says, "I'll give you the, I'll give you this." Well, stone. let's go back a second because Iron Man's wounded. He sits down. There's a great exchange between him and Thanos because Thanos knows who he is because of the invasion of Earth. 
he's yeah. he's learned about Tony Stark. I know who you are. And he says you 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 should be proud and I, I hope your people remember you. It's just a, such a nice exchange between what's happening yeah. because Thanos Thanos thinks he's gonna win. It's inevitable. And then he has respect for Tony Stark and he's about to do this and he, he just says, I hope your people remember you. And I thought that was just such a great exchange between these two. So well handled. And so he says, basically, I'm either going to kill Tony Stark, you give me the time stone. And Doc, you're thinking, no way, because the whole movie, he's convicted. Doctor Strange is convicted. I'm sorry. He even tells Tony and Spider-Man, if it comes down to it, I will let him kill you guys. You're not. I have to protect this at all costs. I have to protect the universe. I have to protect the universe. And he coughs it up. And that made me mad until I got the payoff later. That made me mad that he would... I'm like, you're going to give him the time stone? Okay, I love Iron Man, but he's got to die at that point, you know? And no, he gives it to him, and then he takes the time stone, and Thanos is heading to Wakanda, right? Through his portal. Through his portal, and he's gone. And you see Doctor Strange look at Iron Man and say, that was the only way, right? That You know, he, he, he confirms... He just throws that line out there. I had to give him that was that was the only way in in other words, if Iron Man dies, there's no scenario where they win. The scenario that Doctor Strange saw must involve Tony Stark. Yes. In some kind of capacity. So now we're back to Wakanda for the end of the movie. This is it. We're here for the end. Walk yep. us through, Adam. So they've given up. Vision has been removed from the surgery. There's no way to get it out. And they got to destroy the stone. Thanos has appeared. He's begged Wanda. She's finally agreed. She's destroying the stone in his forehead. Yep. So, so in the meantime, the baddies have snuck up into the tower. They've grabbed Vision. They're all fighting. Vision still has no powers. Vision still has no powers. And Thanos shows up, and he's kicking tail everywhere. He wrecks all of them. Wrecks them all. <laughs> yeah. they, they, Cap they, does they, a valiant stand trying to hold the glove, but yeah. the gauntlet. But no, no chance. And Thanos is not killing these people. He's just on a mission going yeah. right towards Vision, swatting yeah. them aside. Yeah. Again, he's not a he is a murderer. There's no doubt that, yeah. but he's not just offhandedly murdering people. And then we see uh the Scarlet Witch do something we didn't think she could do. She kills Vision. Stone destroys, Vision disintegrates. And you think, wow. Okay, they done it. They defeat him. The second part must be he wreaks havoc. The second movie, the next, the, you know, the part two of this movie must be he's going to wreak havoc. And what does Thanos do, Adam? He activates the time stone and restores vision. You see it wind back. You see the explosion come back into the forest and you see vision reform. And just like that, he grabs vision and he, he just rips the mind stone out of him. Puts it in the gauntlet. And Vision's dead. He goes gray. Yeah. And he just he's lifeless. He's dead at this point. A good point. chunk of his forehead is missing. Yeah. You know, collapses to the ground. And then you see Thanos do it. You see him drop the stone in. Now, 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 remind me now, if we backtrack just a little bit on the on in the battle that's going on, they're just about to be overrun when Thor shows up. And his gang shows up. Thor's new weapon, Stormbreaker, allows him to use the Bifrost. Yes. Without Heimdall. Without him. You know, plot device. <laughs> Heimdall met an unfortunate end, so right. it'd sure be convenient. So he can travel all over the universe, basically. With his axe. With his axe. 
And when Thor shows up, he is pissed. And he's, he wants Thanos. And he is like Thor like you have never... I mean, you thought in Thor Ragnarok... If you saw Thor Ragnarok, when he discovers he's really the god of thunder or whatever it is, you know, and he can control lightning and all that. And you see how he melees people. He's not the god of hammers. Well, I'm going to tell you, he is the god of Warbringer. Let me tell you, he carries the Warbringer and he, it's that, it's that, it's that hammer on steroids and he's bringing lightning and he is waylaying everybody. And who was it makes the comment? Oh, y'all in trouble now. I forget who it was, but one of the characters sees Thor and they're like, yeah, you guys are you guys are in big trouble. And there's a good line too, because when they introduce these siege engines that are giant spiked wheels, and right. they have no chance against these things. They start rolling forward. Well, Scarlet Witch has come down, and she just lifts them up in the air and wrecks the the arm the other army with them. And I think it was one of his bodyguards that said, "Why was she up in the tower the whole time?" <laughs> I know. Instead of down which here. is the logical thought. Why was she up there? Yeah. And so Thor's kicking butt and all this. So. We flash back to what we just talked about. The other side of the woods, out in the woods, you know, there is Vision. Thanos gets the stone. He kills Vision. He puts it in. He now has all six stones. And all of a sudden, out of the sky, here comes Thor, just with every bit of fury that he can muster. And he just lays that axe right into the chest of Thanos. And it's over for Thanos. I mean, he's... In, in everybody's opinion, he's killed Thanos. Well, Adam, what happens from here? Thanos is on his knees and says he should have aimed for the head. And he freaking snaps his fingers. And you see this r- shimmer that goes through through the universe. Not through the universe, but through their area there. And the gauntlet <clears throat> breaks. And the gauntlet breaks. And, he, and Thanos immediately disappears. And he's like in a... Another dimension, we won't call it heaven, you know, but he's in this other dimension and he sees his little daughter, Gamora, who's also in that dimension in her young daughter form, you know, and she asked him a question, did you do it? Did you? And he's like, yeah, I did, you know, and then the heartbreak starts. Half the universe starts vanishing to dust. It's sort of a blowing (laughs) away in the wind kind of effect. Well, you go back to Wakanda and then all of a sudden, Bucky, who's in there's so many people in this, we haven't even had a chance to mention all of them. Bucky's in this restored, and he's fighting, doing great. He just disintegrates and blows away into the wind. And then Black Panther. And then so 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 here we go. Okay, let's go down the list. We've got Loki has died. The um the guy that does the Bifrost, Heimdall. Heimdall has died. Um Gamora. Gamora has died. Now Bucky dies. And then heroes start dropping left and right. I don't know if we can track them all who dies. At Black this. Panther. Black Panther Scarlet dies. Witch. Scarlet Witch dies. Uh, War Machine. No, Falcon. Falcon dies. We flash back to the planet. Tri- the, the first one to go on the planet is the heartbreaking one. It's Peter Parker. Who just oh, no, no, no. no. First, Groot dies oh, on earth yeah. back on earth and that tore me up and then we go back to titan and one of the and one of the other guys died was it drax drax went first peter parker was first and then peter parker yeah. and, and that was tough because here's he's a high school kid 
and he starts to slowly dissolve and he's telling Tony, I don't, I don't want to die. I don't, I, what's going Well, I don't want to do Cause he saw it, saw Drax die. And oh, he's yeah. like, he's, I, 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 I don't. And he's just, and, and Tony Stark grabs him like a father would and holds him as he slowly drifts and melts, you know, disintegrates away. And it's tough, man. I mean, literally half our superheroes are gone. Star Lord, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Mel- which is a big loss because he's the only one that knew how to win. <sighs> they're gone. I mean, these characters are dead. They're they're he's well, well, supposedly are dead. Yes. And this is gonna be one of my nitpicks. It's cool they did that, but the characters they picked specifically, Black Panther and Spider Man who we know are getting movies and we know aren't dead. Exactly. It cheapens the blow for me. I still like the movie. Yeah. But if they had picked maybe some different characters, because this is lighting, lightening the load for the next part. They have less characters to deal with. But it's just, it. you know these characters are going to come back. I mean, I know the ultimate outcome of part four now is going to be, if I had to guess, this is not spoiler, I'm just guessing, Peter Dinklage forged the gauntlet. I think he's going to forge a new one because it, it was destroyed. They're going to get the Infinity Stones and they're going to, someone snap their finger, probably Thor. I mean, who can handle the stones? Right. Maybe Captain Marvel and bring these people back. Now, I don't know that they're all going to come back, for instance. I don't know because Gamora, Heimdall, and Loki died in a different fashion. I don't know that they're coming back. Yeah. But. I think all the people that blew away, certainly Peter Parker and Black Panther are coming back. So it didn't feel like a real loss to me. That was one of the nitpicks I had too. That was my second one. I said was when you already know they've announced a second Black Panther movie, when they've already announced a Spider-Man sequel, well, how can they have those if those guys have died? Yeah. And it's comic books. No one ever dies in a comic book. No, but no one's ever died in the series. So we didn't know how they're going to treat it. And I, I believe most of these deaths until this point, but now, yeah, because I, I, you know, I know these people are coming back, and, and so the movie ends. It it goes to Thanos. It, fa- it flashes forward. Thanos is in his hut, out in his farm, and he's all peaceful and relaxed. And he looks out and sees the sunset, and it kind of turns his head to the side and just kind of gets a content smile on his face. And the movie, in his mind, he's just saved the universe. He's just saved the universe, yeah. And the film ends with Thanos winning and destroying half the universe and riding off into the sunset. And people's minds were blown. Yeah. Now, there is a stinger. It's at the very end. There's only one. And it cuts back to New York. Right at the moment, people are vanishing. Right. And it's Nick, it's Nick Fury and Maria Hill, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. They're driving in their car, and they notice all the people vanishing, and they start to vanish. Uh, Versus, it's Hill vanishes first. And then Fury starts to go. So he's pulled out this cosmic beeper, pager. Yep. Hits the button as he's vanishing. It drops to the ground. You can see it connecting, connecting, connecting. And then in comes the logo for Captain Marvel, who we've not seen yet. Yeah. We know that she knows Nick Fury because her movie's <clears throat> coming out. It takes place in the 90s when she left Earth. We don't know right. her, how strong she is. But out of all the danger that the Earth has been in, Nick Fury's never reached out to her until now. Well, he said Code Red. He did. He said, like, in other words, like, this is life or death. Well, think about this. Loki's original invasion wasn't enough to rise to that level. 
but Nick Fury summoned her, so we're going to get Captain Marvel. Now, there were people missing in this movie. We did not see Hawkeye. No. We did not see Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. So, I'm guessing they're going to play a bigger part in the next one. Now, this movie feels a little bit like uh, Last Jedi to me in that I don't know what the next movie is going to be. There's no clear path in my mind. Thanos is at peace. I don't know where all the action scenes are going to come from. You know, I don't know what the conflict is. I know they're going to want to get the Infinity Stones back and, and maybe try to bring people back. But And to our knowledge, they've already filmed all the movie. Now they're just going to spend a year putting special effects into it. And reshoots, if any. And reshoots yeah. that are needed, yeah. But that's kind of refreshing that this did not feel like half a movie. This felt like a nice... That's why they're, it's part three and there's a part four. It's not three right. and then three yeah. and a half. Yeah. This felt like a complete content movie. But I just don't know. Like I said, I, I'm excited to see it because I, in my head, I, I just I don't know what the action and conflict is. Where are we going to go gonna, from here? Yeah. yeah. What that conflict is going to be. I don't either. That's exciting, though. It is exciting. Because they, they've reset the table. So overall, uh, and then the reaction, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, people were blown away. People screaming, yelling. Frustrated, excited, minds blown. Um, and that was our group as well. Yeah, I think everybody was like, wow, I, we none of us saw that coming. Yeah. It exceeded my expectations, and uh, I'm, I'm probably going to see it again in theaters just for oh, those action scenes. W- without a doubt. Probably we'll see it multiple times because you know you missed a lot of stuff. There's just so much going on screen you can't catch it all. We don't know the name of part four. They've held it. They said the name is a spoiler. So, so that leads me. I was talking to my kids on the ride home up here to the house after the after the movie. What are potential titles that could spoil the movie? You know, Avengers: Infinity War Part Two, Thanos's Victory Parade. I mean, you know, what's a title that would spoil it? I can't think of a title that would spoil it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I don't. And yeah. in, in Avengers: Infinity War, half the universe is gone. <laughs> You're right. I mean, you know, what's the title that you would give the the second movie that's a spoiler in the title? Avengers: Extinction. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, it, the end of the could... end of the Avengers. Revenge of the Avengers. <laughs> Revenge of the Dead Avengers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, anything like that would have cued people in that Thanos is yeah. going to be victorious probably. Yeah, I guess maybe that's kind of what they're leaning, leaning but toward. But I'll say this, I'm ready for the first trailer. I'm excited to see oh, it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Me too, brother. I just want to know what's going to happen. It's going to be a long year. Well, it's been a long night. <laughs> it's like 1.40 in the morning, but I'm so stoked about this movie. You know, it, it was great. I loved it. Exceeded expectations. Um, that's just our thoughts on it. I think we both loved it, Adam. Um, I can't believe we're just about an hour into this spoiler cast, but there's so much to, to cover here. Any, any last thoughts or anything you want to say about the film before we wrap this up? Uh, no, I mean, just go check it out. You, you've, if you, you probably have already seen it if you're listening to this, but I mean, talk with your friends. This is the type of movie to geek out about. Yeah. It's such a success for pop culture. And to speculate about together. I bet Reddit's going nuts speculate about what the next is going to be so yeah there's a lot of room for what they can do awesome 
Well, that's going to wrap it up for our spoiler cast of Avengers Infinity War. Um, find us on the internet, Film Coterie. Look us up, Facebook at Film Coterie, Twitter at Film Coterie, all these places at Film Coterie. Just find us, man. We'll see you next time on another episode of The Film Coterie.